This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Hey, everyone. You know, it's a shame that this episode isn't on video because then you, all of you, could see just how much better physical shape I am than today's guests. That is a, a slight lie. Okay, it's a big fat lie, emphasis on fat. Today, I am super pumped to be speaking with two absolute sports legends, volleyball superstar Gabby Reese and big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Independently, they are both pioneers in their sports and collectively, they are the husband and wife co-founders of Laird Superfood, Laird Apparel, and XPT Extreme Performance Training. They do tons of philanthropic work, they're parents, podcasters, and so I'm thankful and shocked that they found four seconds to squeeze me into their busy lives. Enough of me. Let's hear it from Gabby and Laird. Welcome. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, so great. So great to talk to you. And I got to say, you know, the past week or so, I've been sampling the Laird Superfood goodie box that showed up at my front door. And man, the instant latte. That's awesome. I think it's an unsung hero because it's so easy to use and yet it tastes so great. That's actually what we we travel with when we're on the road. So I'm glad that you enjoyed that one. Yeah. So so before we get too much into the products and the business, you're both, as I mentioned, elite competitors. So my first question is, how crazy and intense do cornhole games get in the Hamilton Reese backyard? Well, lately it's been uh, backgammon, actually. Poison. <laughs> Poison and backgammon. But yeah, I think all those... I, it doesn't matter what the, what I, the genre... I, I hate to admit this, and I'm going to say this. I've never said this to you in, in front of you. Laird is way better at cornhole than I am. Oh, oh Wow. Like he'll okay, Dan. So I'm gonna get, tell she you. She gives me one. She Dan, gives me one token. Dan, Dan, Dan. I'm gonna tell you a secret. Uh, that's my big sport. I get to I, claim. Dan, he, he will. So, I think feels so bad for me after a while that he'll be like, you know what? I'll just play with my other hand. I'm oh. like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you're not so. supposed to say that. You like you throw the game, but you don't let them know you're throwing the game. Yeah, no, he, it's still that competitive. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to do this, but <laughs> no, it's good. It gets, you know, we try not to put ourselves in too many environments where we're combative because it just is not good. <laughs> That's She's been, not competitive at all, Dan. No, I, I don't, I don't suspect yeah. that for a minute. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, how does that getting to, to the business uh, that you're both in, I mean, how does that competitiveness feed into, you know, running a business? Do you look at your competitors like we are going to crush you? Or is it more <laughs> about like yourselves? Like, how, how do you approach all that? Well, I, I think actually that is the time not to be like that. I think this is the notion of the pursuit of something and then saying, well, how, how successful can we be? Can we grow? Can we share this as many with as many people as possible? And actually being thankful for competitors, because that means then 
maybe everybody's opening up the category and staying focused on what you're doing, at least in a business like this, is always better than focusing on what they're doing. Mm. Well, and the truth is that in this, in kind of in this genre, there really isn't too many, there's not, I mean, there's some people that are, have similar products, but they're, I wouldn't say direct competitors. It's not, I mean, maybe in bars or something like that, but in these other categories, at least in the, in the superfood creamer, we're, we're, we kind of were the first one like that. And we're continue really to be the, one of the only ones like that, maybe in the liquid, there's a couple of competitors, but really, yeah, really, when you look at our product, we're really, we don't really have a lot of, of competitors in the sense of just the, I mean, the truth is the quality of the product, it kind of puts us in our own category. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, obviously your physical health and well-being is part and parcel with your jobs when you're professional athletes. And I'm wondering, like, how did you build up the the scientific knowledge? Like, how involved were you with the development of these products? And how did it all start, I guess, is is the first question. Well, the I mean, the original product of Laird Superfood was based on a recipe that I was making. Uh, and it was, it was, I, I call it a concoction, but it was really based around my love for coffee. And then, and then how do I make, how do I make the coffee better? You know, how do I, how do I make it perform better? You, 20 years ago or more, I had a friend and we were putting ghee with espresso. And then, then there was yak butter tea that came around with bulletproof. And, and then we, we started playing with our own recipe and really it came from that. And, and, you know, I think the science is more around just using what nature creates, try to be as close to what nature makes as possible. And then, and then through experience, just, I think there's so much science and not enough experience. I think you try it, you like it, it tastes good, doesn't taste good. Other people use it. I mean, I like to use that kind of Mm -hmm. science. Right. And if you could, maybe we'll just talk about uh, the daily greens for a minute. So what? (laughs) I love the daily greens. I'm so excited about this product. All right. So Dan, you're like hitting all my pockets. I like your Insta product, the greens. Yes, Dan. Well, can you tell us a little bit about it? uh, Why something like this is, why this is good for you? and also. Can you decode the, for idiots like me, who have no idea, we see this something, this is good for you. Okay, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. what what about yours is different? And I know there's a lot of science behind all this. And what's it going to do for me if I if I stick with this? Well, so I think first off, if, if Laird and I said, hey, in a perfect world, we wave a wand, could everybody get their nutrients from real food? That would be the number one. We just don't live like that anymore. It's hard, even our soil's different where we're getting our vegetables from. So what we say a product like the greens is a way to bridge some of the gaps, the macro micronutrients, some of those things that we just aren't getting from our foods. So what I love about this product is that's considered with all the ingredients put in the bag. And we consider taste because, you know, we joke that Laird is the one, if it's good for me and it'll make me perform better, I could do it every day. Well, I can't. <laughs> I could do it I'll, twice. I'll drink mud. She'll, I'll yeah, drink mud. There's just no way. So, so we we got the flavor profile that it's great. I, I like it just in water. This is how I use it. First thing in the morning, I put it in water, drink it. Okay, I've already started the day ahead. Mm. Then I actually have my coffee. The other thing is there's no fillers. A lot mm. of greens products have fillers. So it's bioavailable, which means your body goes, oh, I know what this is. I can absorb it. I can use it. 
And then finally, and something that is important to the brand and to both Laird and I personally is cost per serving. We're trying to figure out how do we keep our costs down realistically because you still have to have a business right? and offer it to people. So it starts always with ingredients and everything has to have a function. And then second is the experience because we know people, if they don't have a positive experience, they won't keep drinking Another, it. Taste good. A yeah. positive experience means taste good. <laughs> right. And then cost. We are also cost. sensitive yeah. that people, there's not a lot of extra resources. And when we're trying to encourage people to be healthier, you don't want to make it like, oh, well, that's great because it's 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 cost so much. So right, right. those are the other things. And it's just easy to use. Now we have on the go packets. We have got a bag at home that you can you can have at home or packets on the go. So we're I'm very excited about this product. I'm not sensing that from you. I'm feeling like you're just sort of ambivalent about the whole thing. I'm, I'm, listen, when it comes to the SKUs of these products, both Laird and I are totally hands-on and part of the process every step of the way. And so when it comes to fruition and it, and it works, that gets kind of, that's really an exciting process. Well, one of the things I like about your products too, is that they don't have like crazy names, like it's (laughs) hydrate or it's daily greens, or it's instant latte. It's not like some combination of letters and numbers and some weird verb. How did you you have the foresight to say, hey, you know, we don't have to be too cute with this. Let's let people know what they're getting. I mean, well, I think we've come out, we did a a little bit of it in the beginning. And, 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 and people would be like, well, what do you mean by original what? And we're like, oh, how about uh, latte? How about sweet and yeah. creamy? How about just make it simple so people can understand it? Yeah. And really the description should be what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's just the easiest way to understand what's going on. Hydrate is for hydration. You yeah. know, instant latte means it's an instant latte. It's like, <laughs> this is, we we, we want to make it simple. We I think there's enough confusion really out yeah. there. They're, they're, we're confused enough with all the ingredients and all the other stuff that's going on. Let's make it simple. And that will appeal to a bigger group of people as well. You don't have to be in the know, like what is da 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 Oh, that's a special, you know, it's like, right. no. I mean, already, even just with good variety of, of vegetables and fruits, there's already confusion just because there's so many exotic things that are great for you that people don't know what they are. So let's- And we've had to learn that. You know, you come out and you make mistakes and then you go, oh, we can make this simpler and better because we're already sort of in an educational process as a brand as it is. So it's like, hey, how do we make that even easier? Yeah. So so educate me. What is a monk fruit? (laughs) Exactly. I have never- (laughs) Well, it's it's not a monk. It's not a monk like the word monk, but a monk fruit is, is a type of sweetener. So when we use a monk fruit, most uh, most of the time when we when people use monk fruit, we use it as a sweetener because it doesn't boost your insulin. It's it's the lowest on the glycemic index, so it really it, it's a great sweetener for. I mean, stevia has some other things that we don't want to go. I mean, would take too long to explain. Monk fruit is the, probably the easiest way to make something sweet naturally yeah. without having any negative effect because people are really sugar conscious. I mean, they should be more oil conscious, and and the truth is they don't realize that the oils are probably probably as big a culprit or not, if not bigger than the sugars, but the, the sugars are in people's mind. Oh, I can't have sugar. So, so monk is a really easy way to sweeten things. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a sweetener. So it's come, but it's, it's like a berry. It comes from a fruit that you're not going to eat monk fruit per se, cause you're just not going to get them. They're not going to stay ripe. And right. I, d- I don't remember seeing those at stop and shop, but I'll, I'll yeah, no. <laughs> next time. So I'm curious, both of you, I mean, Gabby, obviously you were, on a play a team sport, but 
you guys, when things, when you're an athlete, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not, as you may be able to tell, you can just try harder or you can pull from something inside yourself to, to get over whatever obstacle is presenting itself in the ocean or on the volleyball court. But now you're in a business that has a lot of different people and a lot of different moving parts and you can't just will something to work, I don't think. So what's no. that experience like from what you're used to to now running this business or businesses? Well, I think for both of us, it's different. You know, Lair being an individual athlete, but his teacher is Mother Nature, which is maybe also a very brutal teacher. Mm. And for me, having coaches, having someone who understands something better or different than you and then willing and being willing to listen and try to learn from them it's not so different in business where Laird and I come together. We know what our values are. So it's, it's sort of saying, hey, we're committed to this idea of the ingredients and cost and taste. And after that, we're going to stay open to the people who certainly have more experience, let's say in the CPG space, where you have a CEO that's run a publicly traded company or right. worked in this way. So you're really always in school mm. and you, you only get dogmatic about the principles, the bumpers that you create for your company and the mm. rest. You, you're, you're also at times a soldier for the people around you who understand the, the climate and the business moves and the grit that you get from sport helps you in business because you need a lot of it. Yeah. Right. Well, there's a bunch of lessons that sport teaches you, right? That is going to be, I mean, there's going to, you're going to be able to implement that. Those are life lessons, right? Like Gabby said, the grit, the ability to not be that failure doesn't stop you. Uh, you don't take no for an answer. Like there's just certain things that, that you're going to use that are going to be beneficial that you learn that sport teaches you hard work. Always, you're always going to benefit from hard work, that perseverance where you just continue to, to uh, and, and not be discouraged. All those things that, that helped you in sport are going to help you in business too. They're going to be, and you can definitely will things. I mean, there's, there's never a time in life that you won't be able to use some will no matter what what genre you're in. Mm. So sometimes sport is a little more obvious and when it's an individual thing yeah. as well. But, but but business is certainly more fickle in a very different way than yeah. sports. So that's something you're always yeah. going to get. Have well, to get it's not more to. straightforward. Right. It's not so straightforward. <laughs> There's some other outside influences that, that sport can have. I mean, nature has it. But but so you're same. used to being at the mercy. I think when yeah. you get when you get used to being at the mercy of things like that, you're not that sometimes just that's the way it is and you yeah. have to deal with it. If you have that kind of mentality, I think it's going to be helpful because you're going to run into Resilience. no matter what. It's not going to just be all successes. And the truth is, is that the most of the learning and most of the growth comes from when the things are tight. Yeah. So let's just say that. <laughs> so what, what's what's the equivalent of uh, the 100 foot wave in business or being down uh, and it's game point in volleyball? Well, I mean, listen, markets have a thing, but also it's like when you make a real product like we do, when you're in a consumable good product, it is interesting because you're playing almost by different rules than somebody, let's say, who's in technology, who's right. making a chip. <laughs> so you're just like, it's just, a, it's, it's just, it's this. Do I believe in what I'm doing? Have I prepared as much as I can? Is my team as dialed in as they can be? okay, I'm going to focus on what's the goal and I'm going to do my very best and execute. And in this moment, being fearful or apprehensive or is not going to help me. So that's, I think, the equivalent of, and I'd say for Laird on a long hold down, 
it, it's just dealing with like, oh, we need more market penetration and we need this and that. Okay. Um, we're here. We are, we'll, we'll, we'll roll. Mm. But one thing's for sure is, is that there's nowhere to go if you don't have a good product that people love. So no matter what chip or creamer or instant latte or greens formula you have, you got to, I mean, you have to have, you have to have something, then we can deal with figuring out how to have success after that. But if you don't have something more coming up from our guests, but first a word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, I'm John Small. And I'm Dan Bova. And we wanted to tell you about a new podcast from Entrepreneur Media called Dirty Money. That's right. On this show, we tell you the true crime stories of some of the world's worst scammers, schemers, con artists, fraudsters, and even murderers. From modern day hucksters like Anna Delvey to classic schemers like Charles Ponzi, Dirty Money is your cheat sheet to the biggest cheaters on the planet. So join us every Thursday for a new episode of Dirty Money and stock up on hand sanitizer because this gets filthy. I mean, you can have mar- all the greatest marketing and maybe you're going to be gra- around for a year or two and and you and you could have some success. But the kind of when I talk about the success of the 100 foot wave, that that's years and years of preparation and surviving. And then at one point, you're going to be able to take advantage of it. Right. I mean, the truth is, if you're not there, if you're not there, you're not definitely not going to be. And if you're not ready, then it, you there's that's nothing right. you can do about it. Well, that, that's why I keep buying Mega Millions tickets because I'm like, you know, one day you got to buy it if you're going to win a, a billion dollars. Oh, it's hard to win without having one. That's for sure. I love the I love lottery ticket buyers. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so when you what happens when you both got into your respective sports, they weren't at the level that they are now in terms of people having awareness of them, there being like a big industry built around them. So did you have um, any trepidation as like, this is what I'm going to try to do as a professional? Or were you just like, this is the only thing I can do right now? Well, this is where I think Laird and I are very different. I played volleyball because I loved it. But simultaneously, I was always aware of how small the platform was. That's why I always said I did all these kind of other things to support my habit of wanting to play beach volleyball. Right. Um, okay. Even though it took 90% of my time to prepare to compete, it was sort of like 10% of my income. Yeah. And I think I think with Laird is Laird has a genuine calling. So he was going to do it surfing, big wave surfing, no matter what. And then I think his uh, attitude is always, I'll, I have faith and I'll let it, whatever's going to work out later. Mm, it's, I, well, you just figured if you follow your heart, right. And you go after the thing, the worst that happens is that you did the thing that you were called to do. That would be the worst. Right. And then, and then if you do that, and then you have some other success on top of that, that's just like, icing on a cake. But if you don't have that other piece, if you don't have that sense of purpose, sense of accomplishment, like have that internal fulfillment, I mean, I, I, then there's nowhere to go. Then it doesn't matter what kind of icing you have because the cake's going to be empty. And so I think for me, I felt like, and sometimes maybe it's a little backwards, but I figured take care of that first and then we'll let the other stuff, you know, and like Gabby said, there's a certain amount of faith that that goes with that kind of belief that is not always easy to have. You know, it's not always easy, easy to believe that you're going to be taken care of and everything's taken care of, but that's where the faith comes in. Yeah. Believing in the unseen. <laughs> 
That's that's great. And man, I've seen like a five foot wave and like ran as fast as I could back to the shore. So uh, that's incredible. So, you know, you both, Gabby, you have the Gabby Reese show. And I know, Laird, you, you've kind of mentored and spoke with a lot of professional athletes. What do, you guys are incredibly high achievers and you talk to a lot of high achievers. Like, what do you, do you find a through line in people who are able to, a lot of us, when we're kids, dream about beings, whatever we dreamed of being, but not a lot of people do it and not a lot of people pursue it, as you were saying before. Do you see a through line in people who are able to accomplish or get close to their goals? Well, I think there's a lot of variety. It's so interesting. So like in business, for example, you have people who just like they maybe had some interesting IQ situation going on and then sort of good luck, if you will. We always joke like that guy stepped in it. You actually see that. Yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, and as far as athletics, for me, what I've seen is most times someone is not blaming someone for it not being the way they wanted. It's a person who's like, they're sort of taking it total self-accountability and, and sort of the ability to, to work hard, at least for the people who have and, you know, sort of a sustained career. So Mm -hmm. you'll see the hard work, you'll see the accountability and you will see people, if they're smart, they realize, oh yes, and I'm very fortunate. Mm. You have to realize that there are other people who can do what you do. They just didn't get put in that environment. So if you're, I think if you're really aware and smart, you're like, oh yeah, I got, I got some luck over here. Right. And I'm sure Laird has different through lines, but I mean, at least for me, that's, that's some of the traits that always really stand up and people who can get up again after getting losing. And, well, yeah. there's a, there, there, there is a through line amongst all successful people. I think even within business, within sport, I mean, like Gabby says, there's a certain intelligence that people at, that are successful in all these different things have. There's a certain way they look at things. There's a, usually a curiosity, mm. you know, there's usually a certain level of curiousness that is consistent, which means the willingness to, to learn. Because I think that's when you see smart people, but are people really good at what they do? They're always looking for more, like to be better. Mm. And that means that they, that, that means that they know that there's things that they don't know. So they're not so, and, and, and I think there's a certain, in a way, a certain humility that that has when you admit that there's things you don't know. That you're kind of like, hey, I can learn more and be better, and which makes you re- even refine a skill even more. You, 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 and and so, but I mean, I think right below that you have a false sense. Of people will have an arrogance or a cockiness to cover their fear. Right. But again, it's there's a certain level of in that group that's successful, no matter what genre. It's like sometimes I find that that we have more in common with people at different levels of success more than we do with the things that we do. Like mm. I, people go, oh, well, you know, all these surfers. And I go, actually, I really don't know that many surfers. I mean, I know surfers yeah. and I know some of them and, and the ones that, you know, I have some that I can relate to, but I can relate to high level athletes, high level businessmen more in certain ways because we have a similar perspective, right? A certain, a similar approach. And again, these values, right? This curiosity, this little bit of humility to something. I mean, you have to have confidence. That's part of it too. That's part, but that's not, there's a difference between confident and cocky or arrogant, right? Mm. Those are, those are two completely different things. Right, it's, right. You, know, you have to have a certain level of security. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's amazing. So when you are developing, say, a new product or a new SKU, and you are having a disagreement about the 
packaging or the name or whatever, how do you to deal with that? And do you have like, we talk about business during this time of day and only this time of day, or is it, does it bleed into everything? No, it's usually at real critical <laughs> moments. She'll bring it up. <laughs> at appropriate moments. You mean inappropriate? That too. Yeah. Um, um, I- <laughs> but all, I mean, listen, know your, pick your battles. Like certain things I don't care about. We, Gabby and I have built some houses together and that is wh- that's where you're really going to find out about what yeah. goes on. They say it breaks relationships up. I've seen it do it. I mean, you got to choose your what's important to you and you can't make you both can't have decide that everything's important to you. You got to kind of know where your alley is, right? right? What you're concerned with and and also give credit to the other person. Yeah. Maybe they're better at it. It's like Gabby's going to be better at textures and colors and and certain things. And, and I'm going to be better with structure and certain other things. And, right? I'm, the, and I'm the I'm more of the, the consumer. I'm the shopper. So when we're looking at certain things, it'd be like, well, how would that look to me on the shelf? Right. And Laird is, is so supremely interested in ingredients and it's, and, and we'll always throw to him packaging and things like that. But what we find is generally we kind of live in the same neighborhood, mm. um, but every once in a while we, we do have a, a difference of opinions. Yeah. And I think based on what it is, is then that's the defer to the other. So it's sort of like, what zone are we talking about? Yeah. And if it's something that is sort of more layered oriented, I defer and vice versa. And so what what she's saying is I say, yes, honey, you're right. (laughs) A lot. I was picking that up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm glad you you understood what was being said. It's like what's being said versus what I mean. You know, that kind of stuff. No, no, no. But but listen, it's sometimes, you know, listen, there is a moment of tension and then we get over it. We've been doing this a long time. Right. And ultimately we're on the same team. We have the same goals. And so within that, you work it out. Yeah. And if one of us is is really feels that strongly (laughs) about it, it. it's probably better to just give it to them. Yeah, you yeah. It. it's yours. Like you really feel that way? Yeah, Great. Yeah. Go for it. Knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah. That's very then it, because then if it doesn't work out, then they can also just stand back and go, well, I mean, you wanted it you like that, that. So now you got it. So, how'd that work out? That's that's amazing. That's great. So uh, one other thing that I think, I mean, just talking to you, you're obviously like so authentically connected to these products, but you know, your, your, your Instagram posts about it are awesome. Uh, they're, they're just so off that you could feel your enthusiasm for your own products. And I, I think that is a lot why they're so successful because you seem to have a genuine love and passion for it. So I think that's really cool. Well, every day we're, we're, we're using that stuff every day. I mean, I'm, we're consuming, I mean, the, the amount of packages that come and when they don't come in time and we're getting low, I'm always look like, okay, man, give it away. Where is this stuff? Just give it away. Yeah, yeah. She always gives it away. Like, Did you she gives it away. I was like, literally, yeah. literally gives it. You know, we have a rule in our in our world, both professionally, individually, and collectively. And we did this when we were even very young in our 20s. If we wouldn't actually use it, I'm not talking about our brands, let's yeah. just say a company, um, we wouldn't work we wouldn't endorse it. And I, I always joke that Laird is actually not capable of lying. I've experienced this for a lot of years. And even sometimes you're like, no, no, it, it, it's okay. I don't need that much of the truth. Um, Laird is, is not capable of lying. And so that bleeds into everything. And, and the hope is this was born out of Laird sharing this with his friends. 
that ultimately all we're trying to do is extend out mm. the sharing it's, part. Yeah. Extend the family. Yeah. Extend the family and let and let people enjoy. And, and also knowing what we need kind of gives us an idea what they need, right? right? Mm-hmm. So we know that people are, that this stuff's good for them. They need it. Technically, they need it. Like, it's not just like they need it because we want them to need it. No, they need it because they actually need it like we do. So I think that there's a real, I mean, uh, part of it, I think sometimes we get the challenges we do with this business because of that, because that we're, because we we do have a, if we had other more, uh, more materialistic, slippery. more materialistic <laughs> goals, we'd probably be doing better at this point, given certain circumstances, we, just because of that, because we're not, we could have been more slippery be, yeah. if we weren't because we're not. And because, and because we have our intentions are, but are the, genuine, but that's also why we still like each other because yeah. at the end we respect each other and that's first these yeah. businesses that's after the real life stuff. So you know, yeah. you just try to bring those values into your businesses. Yeah. And it, and it just, you feel good about it too. Like, like I, I've been, I, I've, I've had chances over my career to, to use things that I didn't, that I didn't believe in, that I didn't want to promote. And, and, and I just, and I said no to it. And mm. so, it, and it's like, and that, and that's probably part of the reason why we're even actually still having conversations is because we right. did hold those lines throughout our careers. And it made our, you could sense that there's a genuineness to what we're saying. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, well, I appreciate all your time and uh, well, we appreciate you. The enthusiasm. You. I want to. I want to give you time to mentally prepare for whatever board game you're about to to play against each other. And I wish you the both the best of luck. You're both fierce competitors, so I'm just uh, praying for you both. Well, I, you. I we appreciate that, but um, I hopefully you're praying for me just a little harder. <laughs> okay. So thank you for to, your time. Oh, of course. And so, where should people who are interested to to try this? Uh, where should they go? Where's the best well, place to well, pick it up? What What's great is you can get it at some of your natural markets, but if you go onto LairdSuperfood.com, it has all of the SKUs. Yep. And they do free shipping, and you can yep. see the whole line and see what you're attracted to. Yeah, there's a lot more, a lot more product selection on on our site because it gets all the SKUs that we do. Yeah. So not every place can carry all the SKUs. So there's there's less of it. Costco has one of our SKUs, gonna have another one mm. coming up. They yep. have the sweet and creamy. Two creamer, bag. two pound bags. And then, yep. and then like Gabby said, the health food, all the, all the sprouts uh, and whole foods. Whole, and yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, Amazon, Amazon works too. Yeah. But they don't have, but they don't everything. have all our SKUs. Yeah. All right. Well, lots of options, lots of awesome things to check out. So once again, uh, Laird and Gabby, thanks so much. Great Thank talking you. to you. And, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Don't forget the bars. Don't forget trying the bars. Oh, have you tried the bars? bars the bars, the bars. I the haven't bars. tried the bars yet. The bars. Did they send you bars? No, those bastards. Oh, oh my god. Oh, Someone's oh, getting fired. Really good. Right you now. know what's good? Well, what's good is it it, it they they have clean ingredients, which is hard to do. So yeah. and they oh. have, everything's good. So we'll tell them to send Proof's you some. in the pudding. Tell them Proof's to send the, you some. All right, I will. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks, thanks, thanks so much. Great Aloha. talking to you. Bye, Bye. Dan. Bye. Aloha. Thank you. Thanks, you guys. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Don't make me beg people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.